PC on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. What's up, guys? You're listening to DC on CW, the Flash Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, download the Rain Man Digital app. That's available on iTunes App Store and the Google Play Store. Simply search Rain Man Digital. Also, you can find us on demand, iTunes, and Stitcher. Search DC on CW again. And once you get there, leave us a review. It helps the show. As always, I am your show host, Ryan Denton. And in the studio with me today is Steve Crouch. Yo. And Bobby Dory. Hello, hello. Oh, man. Did you just read that just as fast as The Flash? I may have, <laughs> but I didn't stumble. Did you notice that I read it fast, but I, I like enunciated my words and everything? Very good. Thank you. I've been working on that. I've been really... you the fo- Micro Machines guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Micro <laughs> Dude, what a, I used to have tons of Micro Machines. All right. So today, uh, we'll be breaking down and discussing Flash Season 4, Episode 7, Therefore I Am. Uh, Barry confronts what could be his greatest foe to date, and we see the thinker's origin. Now... I actually agree with that statement. This could be, I think we had talked about it too before, like even last season when we were finishing up and we got hints and, you know, even the, uh, the helatus are in the middle of like our, our break. We were talking about it where this was going to be a different villain. We had talked about it where this is going to up the ante as far as villains. And so far, I think we're going to get that at least what we saw from this episode. I, no, I a hundred percent agree. It's weird to see somebody, because Barry Allen, we've always considered like one of the smarter people. Yeah, and to have somebody smarter than him, right? Well, even the whole team—that's yeah. the thing. Wells, Cisco, all of them are pretty damn smart. So this is like the Council the, of Ricks. The Council of Ricks, <laughs> nice. Um, the funny thing is, is this is this is different territory for us. You know, typically we're used to seeing a speedster or someone who matches Barry in brute strength or speed, not uh, mental skills, and and. Um, I, not I, a handicap, not a wheelchair, <laughs> Aww, a, a paraplegic. Um, the thing is, like, I, I'm really excited to see where this goes because it's it's a completely different realm for us, and it adds a new um, kind of you know dynamic to the show. Of holy shit, no, no matter what plan that we come up with, he's already thought of a contingency plan for it. Man, that kind of sounds like a character that we know that I won't mention because Bob gets mad at me about that stuff, so I won't say anything. But it is a new it is a new era like as far as bad guys for us and i think that's it's pretty cool and i'm i'm excited to see where this goes i mean if you really think about it what what could barry possibly do to stop this i mean go back and fuck the timeline up i mean that's about the only thing i can think of right i mean probably already thought about it probably, <laughs> it's probably true all right 
Uh, so we're going to jump into some news or, or we'll air quote news because we, we really an article. It's an article. Um, and I'm probably going to go on a five minute rant here on how stupid this fucking article is. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and warn you guys. Now, uh, the headline here, um, is Ralph Dibney doesn't belong on the flash. So right off the bat, this person's an idiot. Um, so, so you're coming around 180 on this then, huh? Well, I never said I didn't, I disliked him. But you, you weren't initially. No, and I think they did that on purpose. Okay. That was the whole point of the character. I mean, at first, you know, so let me let me talk about the article and then I'll I'll give my two cents at least. OK, so this article goes on and, it's, and I really will just paraphrase here because I don't want to give this person credit um, at all, even though they wrote an article, which doesn't matter to me. Um, the fact of the matter is, is this character that basically this person goes on and just talks about how Dibney doesn't even belong on the flash, how everyone wants to see kid flash instead of Dibney. No, um, don't. no, we don't. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is like, so I'll read the first thing. So the first thing they talk about is his attitude. Ralph has only been in a few episodes thus far. And what, what he brings to the table is nothing compared to the other members of team flash. I disagree. His main contribution seems to be an increasing desire to become a hero, just like Wally had in the last season. Well, you know, what's different in him and Wally. Uh, he might be a little interesting, you know, he might actually be interesting because he's not, you know, uh, uh, just the standard, what we've seen. Okay. He's different, right? And different power and different power. He's not a speedster. Oh, holy shit. Another, no- a non speedster. Oh my God. We don't know anything about him. Um, it, it just, uh, it, again, that's stupid. Um, they also, he also alludes to the fact that, you know, Dibney is a mess up. Well, dude, what fucking hero isn't a mess up right Bear, off the Barry's bat? A mess up. Yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> dude, come on, man. So it says, considering this in season four though, fans don't want to see the antics of a new baby. Suit. No, no, we do. We do want to see this. That's what keeps it fresh. That's what makes the flash a hero. He's teaching this guy to be a hero. Why do we not want to see that? It'd be like, why don't we, we're not going to introduce any new villains because we don't want new villains. Yeah. Now, can you just give us the same stale villain we've had for the last three seasons? That'd be great. Be like, cool. oh, he's flighting reverse flash for the 300th time. Yeah. Like, come on. Okay. So the second portion this guy um, talks about is his powers aren't alone and interesting enough to keep the viewers. Yeah. Dude. Okay. First of all, okay. I, I, I totally disagree with that because it is different. So you're telling me that seeing 32 flat speedsters running on the screen is super, you know, like, oh, my God, another speedster. Let's watch that for the fucking 300 times. Just, just think about the episode where he ran up the arm to the helicopter. Yeah, that was already something we never seen before. Super cool. Yeah, where are we going to get that from? Oh, it's yeah. You'd be, totally different than a building. Yeah, uh, you know, because Wally could have done the same thing. They're just going to run up each other. Like, yeah, they're just going to run. <laughs> jumping on. off each other's heads. Stupid. Then they want to go into, and, and this one I'm going to, I want to touch on just a second. And they, and they, you know, they talk about the difference between him and the, in the comic books as being a good guy. And they make him out to be this sexist pig. Okay. Um, well, first and foremost, yes, he was a, sh- a shithead. I, I, I will not, I am not going to give him any credit for, credit for that. But it's also a different type of character. Okay, we've got a guy who was on the police force. You know, we've got a guy who wasn't stuck around people like Star Labs. So it's a completely different type of character, a completely different person than what we're used to. We're not we're used to Goody Two Shoes worked at Star Labs, right? Yeah. Well, so now Draco was even still Goody Two Shoes that worked at Star Labs at some point. Yes, he was a prick at some points, but he was your intellectual person. Dibney is not an intellectual person. He's a, a normal human being that got powers, right? And that typically seems to be where our bad guys come from, our metahumans. So they're different types of people. 
Now, obviously, the thinker is different, and we'll talk about that this this episode. But the fact of the matter is, is if you're going to judge him based on saying some girl's measurements and a few, you know, and, and I really didn't see him like being a total scumbag either. I mean, yeah, he kind of was in the in the. Uh, He's not like well in the strip club, but in the allowed. strip club, yeah, but that's a strip club. I don't know if this guy is ever, this, normal behavior. I'm pretty Different sure. Rules. I'm pretty sure this dude that wrote this article has never been to a strip club. He's never put on his sweatpants and went to the strip club. So, um, you know, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is that's typical. I, again, it's not the greatest type of behavior by any means, but that's typical strip club behavior. Okay. It's a din of iniquity. Let's just be completely honest here. It's, it's, a, it's, it's not a, a classy establishment. All right. Um, so again, I just, I don't agree with that. Um, you talked about the powers dumb. That's stupid. His powers are fresh. They're new. There's something we've never seen before. That is interesting to me. I personally like seeing a new superhero become a new superhero. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, just, just think about it. Say if captain cold was on right now and going against killer frost, be like, cool. They're both snowmen. Neat. So you know? they're going to throw icicles at each other. Look at, look at, look at Princess and Princess Elsa. Well, yeah. Like at the end of the day, like of course we do like those characters, but but I'm just saying it's, it's still boring thing. to see the yeah. same. Like, like what can you look, do with an a, ice thing? I'm gonna swing it this way. Okay, if you're a listener and you truly liked Wally, okay, and he disappeared and you didn't notice and you didn't notice that he had disappeared, we didn't. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> listeners. You're, you're on the show, dipshit. Jesus Christ. I'm listening. Yeah. Oh my God, you idiot. Um, so people who aren't in the studio that listen to DC on CW, if you truly liked Wally, but when he disappeared, didn't fucking notice, that's not how you build a character. We noticed that Dimney was gone in this episode because of his impact on the last couple episodes. I noticed it. I was like, fuck is Ralph? Yeah. Where was he? Yeah. Where did he go? Yeah. What? And I think that's essentially that's what they should have done with Wally. Wally should have been that. And I think they squandered writing him. And that's why I don't think comparing the two is, is even close. Um, so, again, I, I, yes, I did turn my turn around. I, I, at first I was like, I don't know if I like Ralph. He was a little annoying at first is kind of the way I would describe him. But it's, it, he's grown on me and that the type of character he is and noticing. And I think that the, the scene that really got it for me was when he let that girl almost die. And you could see that he really does truly give a shit. Mm -hmm. And I think that right there is, is the makings of a superhero. And we saw that with Barry too, as well. And we saw it with fuck. We saw it with Oliver. So the fact of the matter is, is once you truly see that person flip the switch and go, I, I could be more. That's when I, I start to give a shit about that character. Yeah. You know what we got with Wally was, Oh, I don't have superpowers. Uh, uh. Like that's what we got. And that completely turned me off to the character. Well, he's a whiny kid. He's a whiny little bitch. Sorry, you know. So there's six comments on that article, and they, five out of the six people agree with you. What's and this? What's the one that doesn't agree? He just doesn't find. He finds him quite blah, and is trying too hard. <laughs> but maybe he'll fit in later down the road. Okay, so he was kind of like it a was 50, like a fifty-fifty. It sounds like our reviews on iTunes. Where we're like, these guys are the most insightful people in the world. They just say fuck way too many times. <laughs> one star. <laughs> Well, it's just funny, dude. Like th this one guy goes, this one because you do know that Ralph Dimney got his start in, you guessed it, the Flash comics. Right. I'm sure you knew that, right? Again, like uh, most most of the people here are, are are on board with us, and I think the fact of the matter is, is he's a breath of fresh air for the show, and we need it. We need it at this point. Um. So. I know that was a really long winded fucking rant, but no, the fact that's of the matter the is the whole reason I put it in there because the, it's just like 
you always wonder when we see people write these things on the internet. And do they truly know what's going on? Do they know what's going on? And does this deter other people from watching this show? Absolutely does. If someone reads this and goes, who the fuck is this Ralph Dibney? I don't want to see this character. He's a sexist, menagerist piece of shit that, oh my God, the writers are writing him like a fucking turd. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, he's been in 30 minutes and he's been in, Yeah. And it's like, that's not the character, you know? And, and I think the, the whole point is is a new character and bringing fresh new stuff to the show and i think that's what we really want so again sorry guys i went on a huge rant there but um all right so one other thing it's that we'll been a while since we've had one it, of these it's articles been a while since we had one yeah I, I let it all out there um one thing i know i talked about the last couple shows we we you know next week we've got our crossover our four-parter or the four-part dcs on cw shows and ours will be a two-parter and I will be on the, I, I don't know why you guys want this so badly, but I will be on Supergirl. Um, I will be doing, uh, I will be a show host on the Supergirl version of this crossover, uh, which I am actually excited. I, I saw, I finally watched the trailer. Trailer was dope. Trailer was rad. Um, yeah. and I can't wait. Um, I, dude, I don't know why, but the whole like, uh, the bad guys, the bad guys costumes are badass looking, dude. Like, I don't know why. Faces Nazi guy. Uh, oh, wow. Like, those SSs really accentuate everything. Wow, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not me. I don't like Nazis guys. I was just shooting them in Call of Duty earlier. Um, they, had, they had good design outfits. Uh, look, man, you know... <sighs> Hugo, Hugo Boss uh, designed the original uh, uniforms. You know that? Wow, and people for Nazis or yeah. the superhero? No, <laughs> I was like, wait, for what the, for the Nazis? Which what? Wait, wait, what did he design? He, he didn't did, design he like the actual uniform. He, he was commissioned. Six he was shirt. commissioned by the German military. Yeah. Holy shit! I can't believe people still buy his clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the outrage on that? Yeah. Where's the know. outrage on that? Holy shit! Here's the fact. Oh, look, guys. The fact of the matter is, is, is German technology, German everything has been pretty damn good over the last hundred years. Let's be completely honest here. Um, and I apparently, you know. Hitler was all about style. He had Hugo Boss fucking making his shit for him. The fact of the matter is, is we're going to be, our our crossover will be two-parter. Uh, Lauren will be leading uh, Supergirl and Arrow, and I will be leading uh, Flash and Legends. So uh, it should be fun. We're going to have all the hosts, uh, I believe, in here, and it should be a really, really good show. Um, I'm looking forward to the crossover. I know you guys are. Uh, they look They look great. And, of course, I mean, you got Oliver front and center, thank God. So, so I have a question. Do we think the thinker knows that this is about to happen? Well, I mean, we're going to talk about that in the episode here, but he's got uh, to gotta gotta. know. Yeah, he's got to know. He's, he knows like everything, doesn't he? Um, the yeah, the the thing that was brought up it was uh, when I posted the what I called the class picture on our Facebook. Yes, I saw that one. There was missing people. Yeah, yeah. Jax wasn't in it. Jack Stein, Diggle. Yeah, where are those characters yeah. at? That's uh that'll be an interesting thing yeah. to see what happens. Ah, so. Man, I don't know. I'm excited though. Can we get our first gay superhero. That's right. Except terrific. Yeah, but he's yeah. <laughs> uh. I just like how they announced that. It was like So I wonder if like him and Terrific are gonna, you know. Or is it uh, Oh, that's that's who he hooks up with. Yeah, why not? Everybody finds love in this episode. That'd be wait, great, wait, dude. Wait, wait. I'm behind here. Who's Terrific hooking up with? Well, the Ray. Ray. They, is a, is, is it's going to be super. a CW seed character for a cartoon. They're introducing him in the crossover, yeah. and they introduced him as like one of the first gay superheroes. But Mr. Terrific is gay. But with Mr. The Terrific is apparently, gay. Apparently, doesn't He's count. Gay. <laughs> 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 He's 
ointment. He likes some, he, he's the ointment that goes on all of her after all the tough fights, guys. Oh, ben dear God. All right. Anyways, guys, uh, with that, uh, that's going to do it for news today. We're going to jump into a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump right into the episode. Therefore, I am. First quick break. I'm already helping a bunch of idiot do-gooders. Sorry, I'm up to my fuzzy hood and teamwork. DC on CW. We'll be right back. Holodeck 3 program is reinstated. Open sesame! It's backing it up more and more. For example, the way they introduced us to him under the guise of being a potential spy and then they expertly shrugged it off as sexual harassment or i mean i'm sorry sexual assault <laughs> or sexual harassment is that is that a thing aboard the klingon <laughs> ships uh, who do you complain to hr or like does the klingon bird of praise have an hr department like going wait sexual, excuse me um the <laughs> Um, Baytor just molested me with her bat left. I didn't like it. She like uh, t- she it was no penetration, but she like uh, prodded my penis a bit with it. It just made me feel very uncomfortable. Then I would she like to did it to my anus. Oh wow, David! <laughs> I would like to form a. Uh, I'd like to file an official complaint, please. Can I please do that? Is it an honorable thing to do to complain to HR? Star Trek from the Holodeck, the Discovery Edition. Breaking down, analyzing, and discussing every episode of the new hit Trek series. Search for it on iTunes and Stitcher. Simply search from the Holodeck. You can also find it on the Rain Man Digital app. Just search Rain Man Digital from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DEAL30 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DEAL30. That's D-E-A-L-30 at adamandeve.com. Yo, Steve. Yo, what? Dude, did you know that Rayman Digital now offers a premium service? Tell me more. Dude, that's right. Besides the weekly free broadcast, Rainbow Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. That's amazing. Dude, it's easy as hell. The premium service includes video content plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, this show, DC on CW, Supernatural at Crossroads, and more. So when you're ready, head over to patreon.com slash Digital and sign up today. You'll get to see all kinds of cool stuff. You'll get extras from DC on CW. We'll see you guys there, hopefully. USAopoly is the company behind your favorite top-quality custom board games made with brands you love. They're your source for authentic, hot pop culture board games and puzzles. 
They also create award-winning tabletop experiences that will keep your game nights fully entertained with laughter and shareable memories. For more details, go to usaopoly.com. That's U-S-A-O-P-O-L-Y dot com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. Hey guys, what's up? That song is perfect. Uh, Flash, season four, episode seven, Therefore I Am. We're going to discuss that here in this segment. This one was directed by David McWhorter. And written by Eric Wallace and Thomas Pound. I would just like everyone to know that I destroyed those names perfectly. Thank you for turning it. Yeah, thank you. No, that's great. Thank you for turning that up while I'm blowing myself. That's fantastic. <laughs> for getting names right, finally. All right. Uh, so this week, guys, we see DeVoe basically become Barry's obsession. Uh, and, he, dude, Barry gets a little creepy. Dude, he's done this before, though. Like, gotten super creepy, though? Well, he's always trying to track down, you know, he's so laser focused. We talked about that last week and, and I feel like the team needs to start listening to him. Yeah. But the last time I list, like the last couple of times they've listened to him, he's went back in time and like fucked some shit up. So it's like, eh, fair. you know, they're like, kind of like, Hey, you know, um, maybe, you know, you should, you know, ease off the gas pedal here just to touch, um, which I like, I'm so 50, 50 on this. And we'll talk about it once we get more into the episode here, but I, I'm, I'm really, it was really weird. Like it was really weird for me. It was stalkerish. Um, it was incredibly stalkerish. Yes. Um, so this week we get a look at you know, and from their own words, the fastest man alive versus the fastest brain alive. And I think this was a really cool introduction to the character. I mean, we were kind of curious about the thinker in general, but this week we really got in depth on the character. So, you know, after the initial meeting that we saw last episode at the very end. Um, we see that Team Flash jumps, dives headfirst into investigating the DeVos. Um, and, dude, they seem like the perfect married couple. And I want to be completely honest. If you guys have never been married, that's typically not a thing, the perfect married couple. Um, so there are always skeletons in the closet. Um, no, me and Steve have been together with our others forever and not married, and somehow it works. It works, right? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, ske- there's no <laughs> as skeletons. As you bring in the, the, the legalities and, yeah. and all that stuff. It, it starts to fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's like one of those things, and and he, but we see. You're right, Steve. We've seen. I know. I almost had a conniption. There. <laughs> Dude, he just like stroked out. I did. I almost like, is your mind going too fast, and you're losing control of your body, now, yes, sir? Yes. No, like Steve said, Barry. We've seen Barry obsessed before. We've seen him um, very much, you know, obsessed with certain things, finding characters, finding things. Last season, we saw it with Savitar. He was obsessed with stopping Savitar. This week, we see it in a different way. We see Barry obsessed with getting to the bad guy before anything can happen. And we see that here. Um, you know, Barry even looked back at both Savitar and Abracadabra. They warned him about DeVoe. They warned him that this is one of his greatest villains. And I think that right there, what made Barry obsessed. He's been warned. Like a callback? Yes. like well, One from both of the guys from the future. Yeah, two guys from the future mention the same person. I feel like you should probably pay attention to that. I mean, like, not to mention, I mean, just, it, it, he, he's got that feeling. He says it in the episode, my spider sense is tingling. And there was, that was pretty funny. I did like that. Yeah. Um, but what he knew, he knew that this was the guy. And I feel like you're right. 
Steve, at some point, the team was kind of, I don't know. They just, they really seemed like they didn't want to believe Barry. And I understand with some of the things that Barry's done and some of the, some of the antics that he's pulled. I use antics because I don't have another word, but um, they use those fuck ups. Fuck ups. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the best. (laughs) Fuck ups is probably better. And they're kind of on the fence about trusting him about this character, about this person that seems to be, you know, cookie cutter, you know, married family that is, is college professors, college professors, you know, they're both incredibly smart. Their house is really nice. You know, they, they, they are, they're, well, their, their house is nice. They must be okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you look at, they look like look, their neighbors, the Joe. Yeah, yeah. They look like your, your, your stock neighbor who is the good person who'd borrow sugar from you. Like, that's what it looks like. And, and to me, that's suspicious in its own right, just because nobody's fucking perfect. I'd be suspicious that the, the front steps had no handicap right Exactly. Yeah, how's he getting up there? Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Why aren't you guys upset about that? We're, you know, we're upset about all kinds of stuff. Why are we upset that the handicapped guy, the one handicapped... That would have been funny if Barry would say said that. Hey, guys, it's, I know, but there's no ramp in front. I don't trust no the guy ramp. in a wheelchair <laughs> with no ramp up front. Well, they'd be like, did you check the back the back uh, entrance, Barry? That Just leads to the garage? Safe. What, what if the back's on fire? Oh, my God. Fire codes. He's going to have to crawl his ass out of there. oh god that's messed up but i i just i don't think you know you you put paranoia in here and i don't know if paranoia is the right word i i think i i think it's him being thorough i think you know one of the things you know because we we want to talk about barry's obsession and i think obsession is better and here's why is because in the last three seasons we've gotten to see and barry even says it in this episode Characters who pretend to be something they're not, and they end up being some com- something completely different. <laughs> well, in that case, shouldn't you be looking at the like the barista at Jitters and be like, "What's your real intention? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you put two sugars instead of one in my drink?" No, I just you trying to give me diabetes. Di- diabetes. Um, no, I, I the way I, like we've had two villains say the word devote, okay, and we've had multiple, you know characters or bad guys turn out to be something they're not you know like the first let's use wells the first wells wheelchair tries to be his mentor ends up being the reverse flash so he doesn't like handicapped people yeah if they get in a wheelchair they are fucking villain well we're two for two on the show are we not if you're a barry and you knew that wells could walk after being in the wheelchair wouldn't you just walk up and dump devoe out (laughs) (laughs) i know you can walk you asshole just like speed through real quick (laughs) Oh, he hit a rock and fell over. Oops. Oh, oh my shitty. God. That's so fucked up. All right, guys. I confirmed that he's really in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, I just he didn't get up. No, he just fell. He couldn't move. <laughs> he's Stephen Hawking right there. It was crazy. He just flopped around like a fish. <laughs> I just think that I think that Barry is trying to get ahead of the game. All last season, we saw them fighting to figure out how to stop Savitar. And I think. Barry is set that this is the guy and he's got that gut feeling and, and you know, 90% of the time your gut feeling is right. And I think that was the biggest thing here. And I think it, it, I think it bummed Barry out that the team, you know, just didn't want to believe him, you know? And I think, yes, it got a little obsessive going to the, to his classroom, you know, sitting in on a class is just again creepy. He looked like a total creeper up in the you know up in the the stadium seating. Also, can I just I want to say something here about that scene. I you know I think uh, I've been to college. There are no fucking <laughs> bells. Okay, 
you don't just classes and class ends. Like it's, oh, you check your, oh, three o'clock, time to leave class. There are no bells. This is not high school, guys. Right. It's not a thing. And apparently any asshole off the street can just walk into campus and get access to a building. Is that? I mean, I, I will say this. When I was in college, anyone could have just walked into the room. Yeah. I mean, it is open. Especially in those type of classrooms. Huh. The big stadium seating classrooms, even on the main campus of ASU, you can you can walk right into a classroom and sit in on a class. Most of those people don't know who the people are anyways. Dude, That's the professor's crazy. got 300 students in that room. He doesn't know anybody's name. His TA is the only person's name he knows. So the fact of the matter is, is that's not, that's not, you know, past reason. It's the damn bell. I'm like, there's no fucking bells in college. If I want to come to class, I come to class. If I don't want to come to class, I don't come to class. There's no attendance. There's no bell to tell me when to leave. Like class dismissed. What? Did you did you happen to notice in the background of that big ass classroom? It looked like there was security cameras and whatnot too, and I wondered if that was there just part of the part of the actual set that right. they, they did, or if it was part of something that he had set up as like a like a contingency type thing. Yeah, just like they're like, oh, eye. he broke his restraining order. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like that whole scene was interesting. I, I just think that you know it was a little stalkerish. You know, show him at the classroom stealing the fucking mug. Again, stalkerish. Like, but I, I, he's being thorough. He's being thorough because he he's got a gut feeling about this guy. Well, the and, thinker thinker would have known that he did. Yeah, right. I mean, he knew it. He's gonna know all this he is gonna it. happen, and that's the thing that that's a mind fuck about this episode is that everything that happens, everything that's happened in the beginning of the season has happened because the thinker wanted it to happen. You have to think about like, pardon the pun, but you have to think about that. <laughs> think about everything that's happened so far in this season. Everything has been by design of the thinker. He has thought yep. all this out and laid down the tracks for this shit to happen. And that is mind-boggling. That is crazy. Well, if you open up your mind, like you said, what 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 is the percentage well, of the mind we use? Open right, your mind, yeah, 10%. Queen. Yeah, oh, Jesus, Quado, <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> that's a nice <laughs> reference, actually. Um, but no, like that that is what's mind-boggling about this season so far is that everything is is a going according to plan and it sounds so emperor palpatine but it is everything is going according to plan for him and i think that is crazy to think that everything that we've seen out is, of the 700 scenarios yes you know and that's that's what makes this villain that much scarier you know um i mean and and a lot of these things that happen to barry going to the classroom stealing the mug you know the camera inside the samurai's head these are all things that the thinker has planted to make Barry look. It makes super you wonder paranoid. what else is out there. Why, why is so hold on a second? That whole camera in the samurai head. Nobody thought to disassemble that thing and no, see how trophy, it worked. Dude. Really, really, it's a robot samurai. You don't think Cisco's gonna try to open it up and, Bro, and figure out how it that's works? A good, that's and, a good point. But how many times have we seen superheroes take trophies and put them and they end up being some kind of like the whole Trojan horse? Yeah, <laughs> thank well, you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm going to use another one that you guys have probably not seen this movie, but Sky High. Same thing. Villain uses a, a, a bad I gotta guy. I got to watch that movie. You bring that up a lot. That's a great movie. Never it's it. such. It's a Disney movie, and it's it, but, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's got Kurt Russell in it. It's got Kurt Russell. Dude, uh, Harley would love it. Just saying. It's okay. it's fantastic. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is like it, it's been done before. You know, it, the, the taking a trophy from a from a bad guy has been done before, and that's why it didn't bother me any. That that was there. Plus, if you don't, if you remember correctly, like that camera was placed almost two slots deep into the head. 
So they would have had to dig really deep into it. I really agree with Steve on this one that Cisco being the tinkerer that he is. Yeah, he would have taken that thing apart, played with it. It's just, it's, yeah. It's just his his way of doing things, and the fact that they I just don't stuck it over there. I don't and, disagree, but the fact of the matter is, is this is the way I look at it, is that I think you guys are right, but I think they've been so busy with trying to find the meadows that he hasn't gotten to it. It's kind of my head canon. That's that's what I'm going to go with. You guys don't agree, oh, but, but I feel like that's they've been busy with the meadows and busy with Dibney and busy with all these give things. It, give it to one of the Council of Ricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this apart, figure it out. <laughs> Are they going to take it to the Citadel? And, yes. and Yeah, okay. Um, I just, everything that, that, that Clifford is doing here, DeVoe is doing, is leading to make Barry look like a terrible person or very paranoid or or stalkery. You know, he breaks into, into the house, dude. That right there, I was like, ah, shit. And I'm thinking to myself, like, he's got to have cameras in there. This is totally going to be fucked up, man. Like, I just never know why Barry slows down in those situations. Right. Why doesn't he just... Or right. just do the, the fucking oh, yeah. face dildo blurry. thing. The vibrator. <laughs> the, dildo, the, the vibrator. Can we call it the dildo thing from now on? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, I just... Uh, the whole... That whole... Yeah, I don't understand that either. Why is he not running around at super speed? Because it was like, as soon as she came home, he yeah. ran around real fast. Yeah, like, right. why wouldn't he just do that in general? It's not like he time slows down for him. He, he could have searched that whole goddamn house in, like, two minutes. Yeah. That, that, that's the part of that I had, like, I had an issue yeah. with was that thing. It's just like, you are so fast... We've seen you run and go get coffee and nobody realizes and do all this other shit. Why wouldn't you be running around that house or at least keep yourself vibrating at the fact that or, even if there was cameras or somebody did come in? Or I don't know. Why not just dress up as the Flash? Or or dress up as Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Blame Wally for everything. He's Kid Flash. He's gone to a life of crime. Yeah, see? Dude, that'd be great, actually. We can get rid of Wally. Um, I will say... The scene where the team's reaction to finding out Barry broke in the house is what was great about that, though, is that he's like, oh, you know, I, I know it's him. I have proof. And he's like, well, the, how did you find the proof? Well, I kind of broke in the house. He didn't even have proof. He just had the camera. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. he, well, he had proof. Yeah. Like it was air quote proof there. But I, I just the whole thing is like. It just doesn't I, I don't understand the scene. It's like, why is Barry? You're right. Why did he fuck? Did he slow down? He could have. Sorry, that just blew my mind. Like thinking about it more. Like this whole scene, you could have uh, you could have avoided the team. He, know, and he should be smart enough to know this. Yeah, he's not an idiot. They made him look like an idiot there, which is not Barry Allen. He's not an idiot. At least not on the show. Nobody does fuck up a lot. That's very true. So there you I mean, go. We can't argue that. I mean, we can't argue that one. But I, I again, I knew, dude. I knew when he was in there, they were gonna catch him on camera. No doubt. It was like, oh, he's gonna be on camera, and now we're, he's fucked. Or at least Oliver didn't put on a mask. Yeah, put on a weird mask like ski Oliver mask. Does. He could have yeah. put on a ski mask, dude. He could have put on the Flash suit. They'd be like, the Flash broke into my house. Okay, who's the Flash? We don't know who that is. Like, even then, your identity still were like <laughs> hidden. Like, then everybody looks at Barry, be like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> what me? What me? It was the other Flash. It was Jesse. With me, I don't know, man. I just feel like there's so many that other. Was the ways. Only one, I think that was the only interactions with Devoe that I had any, like a real like kind of issue with. Everything yeah. else was so like intense and like building towards something, and then him running around the house was just like, all right, you, you now you're getting caught because you're stupid. You know, and and the one of the things was like, ah, uh, I knew like as soon as he they 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 panned to the to the police department, I'm like, fuck, Barry's getting fired, dude. 
I mean, here's the fact of the matter. Like, he gets suspended from the PD for two weeks. Convenient, right before his wedding. Yay, two weeks off. But the fact of the matter, didn't he have those Didn't he have those weeks off anyways? You're like, do I not have to use my vacation time now? Am <laughs> <laughs> I suspended, right? So can is I... Is this with or without pay? Yeah, is this... Can I get PTO here or what's the deal here? But it's like... Does my Aflac insurance supplement my income? <laughs> but here's the thing, dude. Like that, that's a breaking and entering. B and E is, is a big deal, dude. Especially uh, being like a CSI for the police department, oh, dude. I'm pretty sure you're getting fired. They would have opened an IA investigation immediately. It wouldn't have just been all. That's all right. Suspended. His his uh, stepmom is the lady that runs that. Uh, that's that's a good point. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an inside man or yeah. woman working for but him. It, but dude, no joke. Okay. It, it, if you really think about this in the scheme of like your work, you're getting fired. Yeah. You're not getting suspended for two weeks. Especially because he didn't even deny it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard to deny when there's photographic evidence, but even still, what me? Photoshop. Photoshop. It wasn't me. <laughs> uh, it just turns into a shaggy song. Yeah. But the, the thing is like, you're, you're getting fired. Like, you know, like, okay. If not arrested. No. If not arrested. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was a little weird. I mean, but I understand why they didn't do it. So I'm not, not going to bitch about that. Um, the thing that I did not foresee happening is, you know, Barry gets a restraining order and from, you know, the DeVos and he goes, still goes and confronts him. And I, so that right there is Barry making one of those decisions where it's like, fuck it. That's a fuck it decision at that point. Like I have a restraining order, but well, I know they're not going to catch him. That's very right. true. That's very true. But <laughs> well, hey, photographic evidence. Let's not put it past no, the I'm thinker. just saying though. <laughs> yeah. But that scene. So let's talk about that scene where, where Barry finally confronts DeVoe in his classroom. Um, by far, at least my opinion, one of the best scenes in the episode. Um, I think it was an incredibly intense uh, scene. And it wasn't intense mm-hmm. for the the typical reasons we have with a face-to-face with a villain. Where it's like, oh, this villain. He could die. Yeah. No, this is like, okay, this guy's thought up everything. Like if Barry decided to do something, he probably had a contingency plan for it. So, and and this, this whole scene made me think about, you know, I said it earlier, but he's thought of everything. Yeah. He's probably thinking the balls on this kid walking in here. Yeah. Like, so that. You ever wonder when you're that smart, it would, you know, you said the balls, you're like, hmm, so this is what he chose to do. Yeah. (laughs) As he's running in. Well, you got to look at it that way. He's thought about everything. You know, he, he, and, and, and the, the line that killed me was, I don't fear you. I have no reason to fear you. I've thought of all of this. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, that's so legit. Like, you know, he, he, he gets the villain monologue a little bit. Mine was. Who's asking me, Barry Allen or the oh, Flash? Yeah, dude, that was so good. It was so good. I mean, that whole scene was so so well done. I mean, he reveals his powers, which if he doesn't care, I mean, if he if he if he's thought of everything, it doesn't matter. He can get caught monologuing; it doesn't matter. He's thought of it, so it's like you know, reveals his powers, reveals he knows Barry's the Flash, which that line was fucking fantastic. Um. The thing that I want to know, though, and this is we we get kind of an idea of what he's doing, but why though? That's the question. What is what is his motives or what is his hatred for Barry? That's what I want to know. And that's Do you think what, it's based off of hatred. It might not be hatred. This you know because you know the last couple have been hatred. You know, Savitar, Reverse Flash. They're they're you know even Zoom. It, it's 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 a hatred for Barry, and that's kind of a thing that we've gotten with our villains. This might not be. Because we, we've had 
you know, we'll get into this more with like kind of the origin side of this story. Yeah. But it seems like he wants to do good. Yeah, he's got an idea. But, but I, I don't. It's always wondering where where does Barry fit into this? Can we put an asterisk next to yeah. good? Because I feel like it, it 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 could a plan that sounds good to him, but it's not good. If that makes sense, he he wants to help people. He wants to educate people. But I think he's going to go about it the absolute fucking wrong way. That's the only way this has got to go for him to be a villain. Right? I'm I'm still waging bets that he wants to put Barry in a hamster wheel to power his chair. <laughs> <laughs> He just gets the the, the chair treadmill. is running no, out of power. He gets the treadmill. Yeah. Oh my god. He's got to power that that chair and that brain device, or else he has a seat. I will be super smart, Barry. Run, Barry, run, run Barry, run. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> Wait, uh, that's all I need, Wally. What are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah, this is how we get rid of Wally. Hey, thinker, I'll make you a deal. Okay. <laughs> I won't m- mess with you if you do good. Just take Wally off our hands, turn him into your hamster wheel, and we can get rid of Wally too as well. What do you think? Fair trade? He's faster than me. Fair trade? No? Okay. But Old. <laughs> the thing is, like, dude, we get, again, villain 101. Um, you know, he shakes. The, the hero is shaken. I mean, we see that after this confrontation. We saw it when Savitar grabbed Barry and ran around the city and, like, paraded him around like he was a rag doll. I mean, like, the whole point of that scene was to go for Barry to go. Oh fuck. Like, well, and, and I think the thing of, you know, you hated the school bell part. Yeah. And I think they just did that because it just meant Barry had to leave. Yeah. It, I, it was I, a bell for Barry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I get why they did it. It just was like, come on, this is college, not high school. But, um, yeah, dude, that whole scene was, was so well done. Um, it was so fantastic. Um, and, and, and then we see Barry sharing it with the team and I love how, you know, they just automatically believe him that it because Barry says it. Oh, by the way. Oh, but you didn't believe him before. Yeah. The 18 hours prior. You yeah. didn't listen. No, don't listen to anything he says, but Oh, Oh, because he knew who you were. Oh, okay. Where's- nobody went. Why the fuck did you go back in there? Yeah. Nobody's like, well, you broke your restraint. No, it was, Oh, I believe you now. <laughs> Joe should have arrested him. Dude, that would have been funny as shit. Give me your, give me your hands. I'm gonna fucking handcuff you. I, I do like that. Cisco just drills the name right off the bat. Cute. No, I mean, couldn't we have got like a, you know, one, one other name before he threw that out there? But you know, that, well, no, there was another one because remember, the, well, the, the thinker, thinker says it, it that but not, Cisco thought, but not Cisco. You know, yeah. like, oh, they went with that one. You know, I think. One of the things that I thought was incredibly diabolical by the, by the by the thinker in general, though, is letting Barry get married. You know, his his wife brings it up. You know, you're going to let him get married. And his line was, what is knowledge without love? And I'm like, first, knowledge. <laughs> uh, no, you have to love what you're doing, Steve, for it to really sink in his knowledge. Pretty sure I know a bunch of stupid shit. <laughs> I do, too. I know that I don't love. I, <laughs> I know a lot of dumb shit. But. I, I thought that was pretty diabolical for him to just let him get married because, you know, what's his end game here? We still don't know his end game. It just would have been, I think it would have been a better line. He's like, uh, she's like, you're going to let him get married. Yes. It's not going to turn out so well for him. That, uh, so that's what I was thinking. Maybe he already knows just, the, the, the awful marriage and fighting and or the crossover the crossover. Well, Cause they're going to break up the, the wedding's going to get fucked. So, he knows that what fifty fifty one percent of marriages in a divorce. So no, you obviously have not seen the crossover trailer because 
the wedding gets oh i I, I know i know what happens i'm just thinking yeah. from the thinker's perspective well the thinker already knows what's going on well he so but steve's just saying the crossover is going to happen or they're going to end up in a divorce yeah, yeah. well we know that's not going to happen they're not going to get divorced so unless they just you throw don't know a, thinker you don't know i am the thinker of this show he's not divorcing iris not he's happening. divorcing him because he's a peeping Tom. You breaking don't into shut houses. up. I'm going to divorce you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. So let's get back on topic here. But I do want to talk about Iris confronting Barry during the episode. Uh, first and foremost, um, that was such a weird scene for me. And the reason being is because we all know Barry's right. And it's just like, oh, God, but he can't like. That's always been the fly uh, on the wall in the uh, episodes. But it's so hard, dude. Like, yeah, you're yeah, you're the fly on the wall. But it's like, Iris, you're wrong. Okay? The thinker is a bad guy. DeVoe is a bad guy. Barry's right. You're wrong. But that scene, it's like she's doing the right thing, but she doesn't know. And it's like, it's it makes me want to just like scream at the TV. Like, it's no different than watching you know, Revenge of the Sith and going, no, Anakin, don't fucking do it. But you know, it's going to happen. It's like, ah, I know you have to do this, but I don't want you to please. Iris don't scold Barry for being right. Like, yeah, Barry fucks up a lot, a lot. Let's say a lot. He does fuck up, but this is not a fuck up. He's right. So that whole scene for me is like, ah, it's so tough. You know, like, he he just he he's doing the right thing and he's getting he's scolded for it and it's it bums me out i don't know why that bums me out it shouldn't bum me out it's a tv show like but it does bum me out yeah and she's she's happy that they're getting married but at the end of the day like you know afraid he's gonna lose his fucking mind being paranoid right yeah well he said that right right and that he he doesn't want to go back to emo no. Barry. No, and we don't want emo Barry. Nobody wants emo. Nobody Barry. nobody wants emo Barry. You know he creates the he recreates the board the same board that he had for his father's mur- or his mother's murder, and that right there is like okay whoa like <laughs> warning signs whoa buddy red flags okay, but this is this is how this is Barry this is how Barry deals with something like this he wants to get ahead of the game so I can't fault him for doing that. But at the end of the day, we've moved past that. We've gotten past that. We, you know, we've gotten past emo Barry. We've gotten past all these things. So now we've got to go about this a different way. And that's what I did like about Iris saying, you know, we are the Flash. This is the Flash. The, the, the team is the Flash. We can do this together. Yeah. And we proved that last season. It took the whole team, right? Yeah. And it's definitely gone up for this one, too. Yeah. Uh, so one last thing while he's back and fought a giant starfish Yay. from the, the first Justice League comic and let's go to break. So with that guys, <laughs> quick break. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? USAopoly. That's the company behind your favorite top quality custom board games made with the brands that you guys love. They're your source for authentic and hot pop culture board games and puzzles. They also create award-winning tabletop experiences that will keep your games game nights fully entertained with laughter and shareable memories. Brands include Game of Thrones, Rick and Morty, Star Trek, The Walking Dead, and hundreds of more. Be sure to check out their list of games by heading to USAopoly.com. That's USAopoly.com. Bless, 
we're back. We're going to cover a few more things here. Uh, like this week, basically, the Flash becomes the Arrow. We get a bunch of flashbacks. Oh, hey, flashbacks. <laughs> but yeah, but we get a lot of flashbacks. We get the it's origin. handgun. I handgunned you. I double gun you right there. Uh, we get flashbacks on how DeVoe becomes a thinker or his origin story. Um, and again, I think we needed this. Uh, we were kind of pretty curious about this, I think, all of us. It was well done. It was incredibly like, well done. Really well done. And, and, and we'll get into that here in a second because there's some, a few scenes that I wanted to hit on. Um, but we get a look back on both of DeVos, not just the thinker, but his wife too as well. And how that's technically, I would say the thinker might be both of them together. No, she's the mechanic. Well, I, but I mean like the, yes, I get that. I know that's her name, but I'm saying like the entity that is the thinker technically is both of them. It, it, yes, she has her own name. Never mind. Um, he's the maker. He's the thinker. I know, but it, it, it's sorry. It, I threw you off. I know it's okay. Um, but again, we get these flashbacks and they were really, really well done. I mean, typically we are not fans of flashbacks depending on how, but these were done really well mm-hmm. and they added to the story and they added even back to the first season of the flash, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get a, a little look at Clifford before he became the thinker. You know, he was a history professor at central city university, um, which has bells apparently when, you know, classes up, <laughs> um, which has hours to go to college. <laughs> um, I I will say this, you know, the, the first scene we see when the flashbacks is the classroom scene and all of his students are just completely uninterested in what he's doing. Now, uh, he's teaching history, right? He's a history teacher. I would have actually been paying attention because I love history. But I also like if I got bored, I'd be the one watching the cat videos um, <laughs> in in class. I mean, I'm going to, I'm, you know, hopefully my dad doesn't listen to this show, but the fact of the matter is, is there's numerous times in class at ASU where I had my computer and I was doing something completely different. What does it matter? You have your degree. Yeah. That's true. I do have <laughs> my over. diploma. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But my dad probably doesn't want to know he paid for me to sit in class and play E-Bombs World mini, mini clip games. pay for that. <laughs> um, but I, that, that scene, I mean, would that, that'd piss you off, right? Like as a teacher, like everyone's just sitting there. You know, I think it's well, a reality of what yeah, school it is. is. It yeah. is. Be a better teacher. Be engaging. Man, I don't. I don't care how engaging you are, dude. Like technology and phones and you I. Know, I, I get it. I gonna, agree, but yeah, be engaging, man. Be charismatic. He was boring as shit. Don't teach history. Or oh, that's the thing, though. I love history, dude. That's an elective. That doesn't count in college. <laughs> Unless you're a history major. Yeah. Yeah, L- yeah. Last time I checked, nobody's fucking Indiana Jones. And God, see, if that was that would be awesome. Can we can we bring that back? Night was that 1930s, 1940s? Um, Needs a history and an archaeology degree to <laughs> go find the the ways know, of the world. I think his plan was a, a little convoluted, though. It's like, hey, man, all my all my kids don't pay attention to what I'm doing. So I'm going to make a cap that, you know, might make them a thinking cap that could unlock the potential of my brain that might make them, you know, listen to me talk. (laughs) Might make me more interesting. Dude, if you get smarter, you're not going to get more interesting. That's just how it works, dude. You get boring, more boring. Isn't isn't this what the Riddler did? Made Uh, made a thinking cap? Yeah, he put the boxes on it. Yeah. To make himself smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there going to be a scene? <laughs> Can we get a scene like that when he's like fucking? <laughs> it, it shorts out because Wally's not running fast enough. <laughs> oh, poor Wally! Oh, that's that's bad. That's sad, but not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
But, you know, the, the, the whole concept of opening one's full potential for thought. I mean, you said it earlier, Bob, in the show. We use, what, 10% of our brain? Like, what else can we do with the brain that we haven't unlocked yet? And I think that is always a question that that, that mankind is going to ask because there's no – like, dude, we'll all be dead by the time we figure that out. Let's be completely honest here. But this is something that mankind has been searching for. Like, can we unlock those mysteries of our brain? And I think this is such a cool idea, you know, for him as a, you know, he's not a villain at this point. He's just coming up with an idea of like, hey, what if I unlock my full potential? What is, what are the possibilities for me to teach people? And that's, that's not a, that's not a villain. That's not a villain thing. That's a, that's someone saying, hey, I think I could teach people. And what are, what are the avenues here to get me there? And of course he goes about it in a way that, you know, ends up being kind of, ends up backfiring. Yeah. But again, like I think about this in my own way, like what would I use that for? First of all, I don't use 2% of my brain. So again, I've got to think about it on a 98% by, scale. By the way, that that's a myth. The 10% brain thing, that's oh, a total oh, so, myth. Okay, Mr. Uh, Smarty Pants. What, how much of your brain do you actually you're, use? You're using almost all of it all the time for all of your motor functions and everything that's happening in the background. Right. That's an old myth that was perpetrated by a, a psychologist like many decades ago, like five, six decades ago. Okay, so uh, tell me, tell me, uh, Smarty Pants, keep going. I want to, I want to know more. Well, Google it and you'll find out. It's oh, a myth. Oh, it's that's, a, that's an oh, urban okay. myth. Oh, it's an urban myth. Yeah. Oh. Well, there we go. You know what's not an urban myth? What? Ryan only uses super. <laughs> that's not, that, that, not a myth. That, that is, is not fact. a myth. That, that is fact. fact. I, I said it. Google it. Yeah, Google that. <laughs> Ryan didn't only uses 2% of his brain. Yeah, that's weird. Nine million hits. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that means I'm viral in a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> a lot different than the other way you're viral, Herpes. <laughs> I don't have herpes, by the way. Um, <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. It's a joke. It's not real. Um, <laughs> but again, like, thanks for ru- completely ruining that thought, Steve, by coming in with your smarty pantsness. But um, I just want to present facts to the listeners. Yeah, look, dude, this is not a fact show. This is a show about a fake show on TV. Like, there's a superheroes in it. Like, just let me talk. Yeah, you just threw the whole thinkers concept off yeah. by saying we use 100% of our Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Cool. So he basically did this for nothing. Shouldn't the thinker know that? So his salad strainer on his head doesn't do shit. <laughs> the colander head. He's the key master. Get it right. Um, I don't even know what I'd use this thing for. Like, dude, first of all, like, sure. I, I think knowing a lot would be a curse, to be completely honest. I, I truly think it'd be a curse. On- I-, I think it would be disappointing for me. Well, isn't to, dude- know the, um, to know all the potential outcomes. Well, not only that, dude, but like ignorance is bliss, dude. It and, is. And, and the fact of the matter is, 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 is like, I'm going to use, I'm going to use the matrix. Okay. Or fifth that, element. Or, 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 or fifth element. When she learns everything. Yeah. Like ignorance is bliss, dude. Like when you look at the movie, the matrix, okay. The matrix is pretty perfect. If you really think about it, I yeah. don't want to live in a world where I'm a fucking battery. Yeah. Okay? If you were to wake up tomorrow and be like, I, oh be my pa- God, there's mechanical spiders trying to eat my ship dude i'd be fucking pissed i'd be like bro can you put me back in the fucking matrix or i can not think about it and i'm eating this puke slop every day like i just at the end of the day like having that knowledge you know and i know knowledge is power and all that bullshit but at the end of the day dude like too much knowledge could really fuck you up oh yeah and i think and i think we see that here you know his wife builds him a damn thinking cap because oh she's even she's just as smart as he is like It just, at the end of the day, man, I don't know if I'd want this. I don't think I'd be like, 
Eh, I think I'm I'm perfectly okay it, with the way it, I am. It's hard most of the time just knowing what you know in your average life when you see that disparity between what you know and what others might not Dude, know. It's it's aggravating in today's exactly. day and age where I go on Facebook and someone says something ignorant and I go to comment. I'm like, it's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. And that's it, the the saying that that you'll hear. It's lonely at the top rings true, right? The, the more you expand your knowledge and consciousness and you see that disparity between you and maybe the mass population. Look, guys, I said it earlier. I only use 2% of my brain. I'm perfectly happy being an idiot. I, I can, I, I'm perfectly happy being an idiot. And, uh, you know what? I'm going to continue to be an idiot. So never seen a sad retard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Now I'm retarded. I have herpes. I'm retarded. I used to, I wasn't saying you, I'm just uh, saying in no, general. No, it's okay, man. I get it. Down syndrome kids are pretty much happy all the time. Dude, that That's fries kid is happy. Ding. Fries are done. He's happier now. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, Obviously, I mean, what's the issue here? She makes the cap for him. What's going to be our issue? Oh, we need more power. Like, isn't that kind of the issue for everything? Like, oh, we need more power. Well, what are we going to use? Well, it's four years ago. Let's use a particle accelerator. Convenient. Harrison Wells makes the particle accelerator for us. Well, hold on. Harrison Wells, air quotes. Um, Now, now hold on. I want to ask a question here. Do you think that Harrison, based on his reaction during his little press conference, do you think he knew? I mean, he mentioned he knows it's gonna, Dude, he made he, the parts accelerator because exactly. it was going to blow up and turn Barry into Barry. That and was the whole point. he knew it was going to take the thinker into the thinker. Yeah. I think, yeah. Of course. Why do you think he, he even uh, he addresses them in the crowd? Right. I'm a big fan of your work. I believe, I believe it'll have an enormous impact on the future. Huh. Weird. So the fact of the matter is, is dude, the reverse flash A knew that the particle accelerator was going to A, not only make metas, it was going to make Barry, and it was going to make the thinker. And so, the thinker already knew it was going to blow up. It was going to fail. Yes. So he was well, already smart enough. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he was, was already smart enough. smart enough. But that whole scene, first of all, did we ever see the full Wells speech? No. no. So Again, awesome use of a flashback saying, hey, we never saw the full, so let's let's tap into That's that. That's one of those DC on CWs we have to do is go watch the pilot and come back. Because I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure they didn't. No. I remember um, the laptop getting stolen. The laptop yeah. did get stolen. That is for that sure. That was recycled. Um, well, that scene of Barry and, and Iris was recycled yes. standing there. That was recycled, um, which, again, awesome. Um, but he he already, like you said, Bob, he already knew it was going to blow up. He, and he could tell that Wells was lying. He could tell that Wells was going to knew that it was going to blow up. It wasn't going to work. So again, this whole scene here is proving the fact that a, this motherfucker is already smart. He doesn't need to be smarter, but, um, this is like what, like the 10th or 11th or 12th time we've seen the accelerator blow up, blow up like in from a different angle. Yeah. Like from, this is like from right next door though. So again, we've never really seen that that close. We always see it from far, big plume and everything. So even even like after the 11th, 12th, 19th, whatever, how many times we've seen it, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, they never showed the rain going backwards either. No, that was an awesome scene. Um, very well done. The, I mean, first of all, rainstorms in general, like in the shows, like sometimes you can tell like, oh, that's that's a fake, that's fake rain. Uh-huh. They did a really good job on that. Yeah. Like even with the rain, like, you know, ch- changing gravity and everything was really cool. That was awesome. Super cool scene, right? Yeah. Um, and it didn't look, it looked believable. Yeah. Uh, well, it was reminiscent of when Barry got his powers and all the, all the shit went anti-grav. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And, and I think, you know, that was, um, pretty cool. Very, very cool. Um, and again, like 
they use the cannon of the of the Flash. We see him have some side effects after he gets his new power. Right? It's deteriorating his body. He is he is going to die because of these new powers. His brain is pulling more energy than his body can handle. He's going to die. Shouldn't he just be on a high calorie diet? Like that's Barry? what I was thinking. No, because Barry moves fast. Barry's different. So you think his brain's moving fast, right? It's so up calories, right? It's not eating up calories. It's eating up his body in general. It's sapping energy from his body, from his organs. Sounds to me like a caloric deficit. <laughs> well, I mean, I've looked. Have you looked at yourself in the mirror? You're probably on a caloric deficit. My brain is on overdrive all the time. That, yeah, that makes sense. I'm gonna start using that for really skinny people. <laughs> they must be smart. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh God, that's funny. But it's it, it's speeding up all these all this disease in his body. It's it's causing him to have ALS. How? Why would you go to a doctor if you already know? Yeah, dude that that scene was a little like okie dokie. Like if you and already, if you had all the the genius in the world, wouldn't you figure out? I guess he did with the chair. Yeah, the chair. I mean, can we talk about that scene? By the way, when the chair like he's been out of the chair for too long and the thing like that that was a pretty cool scene. Yeah. That was super cool. And when she peels his head back, dude, and his brain's there, I was like, Ding. crazy. That was pretty cool, right? Um, I don't know, man. I just think that this entire scene, these flashbacks, flashbacks made sense. And they worked. And it gave us a nice in-depth look at his brain. The, <laughs> at his brain and literally and the thinker in general. Yeah. And, and again, we talked about it earlier, but he wants to do good with his powers, but he just absolutely, he can't, it's killing him. It's going to kill him. Like it's, it's even when we flash to the present day, it's still going to kill him. Yeah. Four years later, it's not yeah, any better. It's not any better. And that, that, that mega ultra cool chair that he has isn't, doesn't make it better. So I don't know, man, this, this was a, a, a good episode. Let's go ahead and jump into our final thoughts here. Um, Steve, you want to go first? Uh, I, I enjoyed this one a lot, actually. The, the the flashbacks, which we don't see too often, like you said, and we see them all too often in Arrow, like every goddamn episode. Um, th- they worked awesome, and I appreciated getting the backstory on him and his wife. Where at first I wasn't sure I cared early on when they introduced him if I if I wanted that, but now that I've seen it, uh, it's awesome. So loved everything about it. Actually, really solid, solid episode. I agree. I think. Um... This was probably one of the better episodes we've gotten so far. And I'm not saying the ones before it were bad. This was really, really, really good. It was more serious. More serious. And I think it was more of a tone of, hey, here's our main villain. And this is why he's our main villain this season. Um, I loved the the CG in this episode was great. Uh, The rain scene, the scene with the helmet going on to the thinker, his brain. Um, Everything about this episode was cool. The flashbacks were nailed. I mean, they were done so well. And in integrating the pilot episode into this was just so, so good. Um, so this was, uh, I'm not going to lie, man. This really meant a lot for this season, getting to know the main villain and seeing that, you know, it started out as, as an idea of, Hey, I want to help people. I don't, I don't want to do bad. I want to do good. And typically the worst villains. And, and I use the word worse very lightly because the worst villains typically are doing the right Lex. Lex wants to do the right thing for the totally wrong reasons. And, and that's, that's where we get skewed. Um, so again, I love this episode, Bobby. So I'm going to end the show with what we began with. 
that this was a show that they could have had Ralph in to make a better impact for the beginning part or the future, the current present day. Right. Where Barry was making all those mistakes and to have somebody like Ralph who lost everything by making the same type of mistakes. So I thought that was kind of the only thing I had an issue with. I thought he would have been a good addition to the show where they could have given him more of a serious yeah. tone towards it. Yep. Like, Barry, you're running around, you're doing this realize that I, I was like you. You know, I wanted to find that murderer so bad that I went and planted evidence. Make sure what you're doing is proper. Right. I mean, I think that's the only thing that I thought was missing from the episode that I thought his it could have added a lot to his character there. And I told you so moment. Yeah. Just Yeah, and it's just, you know, somebody that's been through something like that, just going outside of yep. the, the the bounds of the law. Yep. To to try to prove a point and it not always working out for the but, best. But so. it's a good way to bring him in in the next couple episodes, you know, and share that with him yeah. and say, yeah, "Hey, I look, I I fucked up and I did this thing and I have a restraining order and now now the student becomes the master." Yeah. All right, guys. With that, that's going to do it for today's DC on CW Flash Edition. Remember, you can always catch us on any past or future episodes through the Rain Man Digital app. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, and Instagram DC underscore on underscore CW. With that, guys, we'll see you next week for the crossover. Until then, later. Not in the mood for chit-chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are.